Welcome to the PriceBlow podcast powered by pre-workouts. PriceBlow is an online tech and media company that provides nutrition industry news, reviews, and interviews with a heavy emphasis on supplementation and sports nutrition. Our system provides supplement deals and price alerts, but in this podcast, we'll explore all things related to performance optimization, industry happenings, and far more. Thanks for joining us and welcome to PriceBlow. Welcome back, my friends. This is Mike here. So get ready to listen to a really good conversation with an incredibly intelligent man. I'm talking about Rob Oliver, the CEO and founder of The Genius Brand. So this is at The Genius CEO. And Rob and I go all over the place with this conversation. We talk about the formation of The Genius Brand supplements, and they are at supplementsmarter.com. And we then talk about basically his stack, his daily routine. We talk about mushrooms a lot. We talk about all the ingredients ingredients and the entrepreneurship and uh, how the brand got started and tons of great stuff. But I, I really start digging into what Rob's doing because he was doing a lot of the things that I would like to, to try to be doing and he seems to be incredibly successful at it. So we're going to have to get Rob back on this podcast to talk about what's going on lately because this was filmed in August of 2018. They've put out a lot of products since then and he's always up to some sort of new biohacking and it'll be great to catch up. But until then, I hope you enjoyed learning about the creation of the Genius brand and live in a day in the life of Rob Oliver. Welcome to Price Plow. Welcome to the Price Plow podcast. I am most honored to have Robert Oliver of the Genius Brand with us here today. Rob, how's it going? Great, great, fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. <laughs> thank you for, for being you, dude. We've reviewed a few of your supplements, but obviously I had one of the most positive and enthusiastic reviews ever of the of Genius Joy. And uh, yeah. I wrote it a little bit low here, man, so <laughs> might need a care package. But you, you formulated some absolutely incredible supplements, and we thank you for that. But, uh, you know, this is obviously a very intelligently formulated brand, a lot of really cool supplements. You're doing some cool stuff. You have a great look and everything. And some people are trying to ask, like, all right, who, who are these guys? What's what's the story behind Genius? You know, we, we talked about Josh Shaw and I talked about it on another mm -hmm. podcast. Your name keeps coming up. Uh, Sean Wells is a mutual friend of ours. Your name keeps mm -hmm. popping up. So, like, you're getting out there, man. But people are starting to ask, like, all right, who's, who's Rob? And so that's kind of the... That's kind of what I'm hoping to, to find out is like kind of what's the genius story? How did you start? Who are you? And uh, and let's kick things off. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So all super good questions there. And um, I'd love to kind of kind of deep dive. And um, really, this whole thing, it, it's I think we're entering an age where, you know, people want to know where their products are coming from and people want to see kind of behind the scenes and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's been a little it's a transition period for me, right? I've always kind of been a behind the scenes guy. I like to kind of kind of build and, you know, like I've never been one to, to step out, right? Like I didn't have an Instagram until a year ago. Right. Um, and now, now I'm kind of just seeing the importance of being more public, even just for the, you know, the, the trust aspect and, and that, that kind of connection with the consumers. And um, that, that's kind of, you know, why I'm finding it more important to, to step out and tell the story a little bit. So, so thank you for having me. I mean, I couldn't think of a better audience to kind of, kind of tell, you know, some, some things behind the brand and, and get out there a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I should probably back up my story a little bit more. Kind of, kind of got started in this industry five or, you know, maybe closer to six years ago now. Um, I started kind of as, a, as an independent rep or, or broker um, in in the Amazon space. So I was helping some some bigger brands kind of manage their – I was their liaison, so to speak, to Amazon. And uh, I've been a supplement just junkie my whole life. I've been kind of playing around um, 
I mean, I've been taking supplements since high school, obviously. I've mm-hmm. probably taken every product on the market twice over. <laughs> um, and I, But I've been kind of experimenting with the uh, formulation and creation aspect really since since college. Um, you know, I, I played collegiate basketball and just to to be safe with some of the banned substance stuff. But, you know, I'd, I'd make some of my own stuff um, and just kind of was making pre-workout back then, right, when, when uh, assault was big and I just – I was experimenting back then. So I've always kind of had a, had a feel for it. And then as I got more involved in the industry on the, um, you know, Amazon front and, and kind of working with some of these brands I really liked, I, I stayed very in tune with, with the creation process. And, and that was something that, you know, was fascinating to me. Uh, fast forward a little bit more after a couple of years of, of doing what I was doing and, and enjoying it for the most part, you know, working with some brands that I used to like, there was just kind of like this, call it like like an awakening towards supplements in general. And it was when a lot of the protein spiking stuff was happening and there was a lot of bad press on, you know, hidden ingredients and that kind of stuff. And it was just like this, I don't know, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what happened, but it was like this shift from, you know, wanting to go to the gym every day and just lift, lift as much as possible and not really care, you know, just like really eat whatever you want and try to be strong and all that to like this, real conscious shift towards longevity and all of a sudden I, I it, it kind of I was just thinking for like it kind of mattered you know what my quality of life was at 50 or 60 years old did I want a, a torn shoulder joint did I want to be carrying around excess you, you know weight and it was really just this shift in in thinking right and um, that's where the idea of kind of the brand first came into into my mind mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't until you know with all that manufacturing, stuff you know kind of kind of going on and you hear spiked ingredients and you know all all that it wasn't like like I wasn't going to just dive in right I wasn't going to just take what little money I had saved and throw it at a contract manufacturer and hope for the best yeah. right so you're going to get good stuff from China or whatever and just throw it out there and on Amazon like some people do right exactly exactly cuz throughout this process I had spent a, an inordinate amount of time like all of my free time was really dedicated to um, like you said, like where are raw ingredients coming from, right? Like most people don't know a lot of them come from China. Like if you told the average consumer that they might be shocked, right? But it says made in the USA. Well, you know, so a lot of my interest was in that. Mm-hmm. So I'd built a, a decent, you know, knowledge base throughout this process. So yeah, it, it gave me caution to just, just going for it. Right. And at this point, I feel like I knew the Amazon system, uh, pretty well. Right. Can you give so us, like, some dates like you mentioned college and stuff, but I'm not sure how old you are if you want to disclose that. But you mentioned I'm, almost, I'm, like assault so that you're in college, like maybe around 2010 or so or. Yeah, yeah. I was in college 2010 to 2014. I'm, okay. I'm getting close to 30. I'll, gotcha. I'll, I'll say I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and then 20 and then 2014 is definitely when like the amino spiking was starting to like hit full fledged and everything. So. Yep. OK. Yep. So. so pretty much right when I started and then it was um and then it was the oh god I'm drawing a blank on the name what was the stimulant everyone was using it was in GATS jet fuel T300 um the beta MP BMP yeah 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 so so that was like the big one where um, I was taking that stuff like religiously you know and then it's oh what is this actual chemical compound and and at the time I didn't really care either like that was when I was still in that kind of like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Let me get more, right? Like, <laughs> and um, that was before kind of the shift in thinking. But by the time that that finally kind of kind of happened, and I'm, you know, thinking more towards just how I want my my future life to be, and y- y- you know that that's when it all kind of kind of came full circle. But kind of 
fast forwarding there, I, I felt confident with the Amazon system at this point. And um, like at that point, I think if I wanted to go out and private label and just get some crap and throw it up there, I probably could have could have made some good money. Right. Right. And that that I mean, I'm seeing guys do it left and right. Right. Like guys I'm working with, they're they're blowing it up. They're doing a million dollars a month with their Garcinia. And it's just kind of like, but I didn't want to do that, you know? So it was kind of like a, it was really like a godsend in a lot of ways. I got connected with this contract manufacturer that was relatively new. I was doing some, some work for some house brands that they had created. Um, and we kind I mean, just phenomenal guys, right? Kind of, kind of very like-minded, very similar backstory. And we just kind of came together at the Olympia and, um, you know, bounced around this, this idea of, of genius. Right. And when they were kind of open to it and they, they, um, you know, wanted to, to be a partner in the business and, and do things right. And, um, you know, when that opportunity presented itself, it was kind of like a no brainer, right? It was like, okay, this is the, this is kind of what I've been waiting for. This is the chance to do it. I've, I've been out, I've seen their facility, these guys do it the right way. They're a lot less concerned with that kind of immediate return and more interested in building something, mm-hmm. right? So especially as a as an early stage brand, that was that was really important. And um, you know, I run the idea by them. I'm like, guys, I don't know if this is going to be successful, right? This is just kind of something I want to do. I feel compelled to do. Like we're gonna. I mean, you're coming out with a with a fifty dollar fat burner in a market that's selling a twenty dollar product, and right. we're going nine trademarked ingredients like that hasn't been done right so i'm telling them hey like i'm i'm willing to roll the dice on this i'm willing to put everything i got into this um you know what are your guys thoughts right and and they supported it they believed in what i was trying to do and um that's kind of kind of how it came together and lo and behold you know it it built a following from there the product did sell um you know it's complicated because you're not doing something that is the norm, you know, it, it, it's a little bit different and we're competing with $20 products. There's an education process. So it didn't just blow up overnight. You know, it was a, a slow, slow build, but like I said, we built a pretty loyal following, a pretty dedicated customer base and I'm super happy with it. So absolutely. So are you speaking of genius burn? Was that the original genius burn? Yeah. We came out with uh, burn and caffeine kind of right. at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Which is cool because then you could, you could stack them together if you needed to, but genius burn is stem free, right? Yep, exactly, awesome. exactly. And so, and so you put that together, and it seemed like so you knew Amazon. So, and that's it. Seems like you were you were big. You still are big on Amazon, and that's what you were kind of. Uh, that's what you focused on there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely, and that's been, um, you know, it used to be a all love relationship. Now it's a little bit more hate. Um, it, it's definitely. <laughs> Definitely a double-edged sword. Um, I mean, they're they're so relevant, right? And they're 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 such a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They do a great job focusing on the consumer. They could care less about their brands. So it, it it was a it's a phenomenal stepping stone, and it's a lot of organic traffic that can be earned. But um, you know, like zero regrets, right? Like that that kicked the brand off. It it got us going. Um, I think there's life outside of Amazon, and that's kind of. It's kind of what we're working on now, putting putting pen to paper, uh, pen to paper. But um, yeah, that, that's where we started, and that's definitely where we most of our business still comes from. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll get there. So um, let's talk about some of the the products that you're most proud of. You have a ton. Like every time we blog about one of these, I'm like, geez, like, yeah. no one's done this before, and it's not it's not necessarily. And I don't want to like downplay. It. It's not necessarily rocket science, but like. I think a lot of people were so concerned of, of profits. A lot of brands were so concerned over profits, or so concerned that that the consumer was not educated enough to understand what you were doing. 
that they didn't do this stuff or uh, that, you know, they didn't understand that, hey, someone might be willing to spend 40 or $50 that they want, you know, like real deal trademark ingredients that we could trust. And so mm-hmm. I, I think you had definitely, uh, there's an educational aspect to what you did, but it obviously worked. And, and there was a lot of interest whenever we posted anything about your stuff. So like kudos to you for sure. I forget what my question was, but basically I wanted to run down a couple of the products and kind of like, like draw a storyline of, of what, what happened with the genius brand after those first two products. And, uh, mm-hmm. and at some point, are you, are you, do you have more ideas? You're running out of ideas. Like we're, let's start with the products first, because I think the products do tell a great story all on their own. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's literally, I guess I should say that there's no one product I'm super like, you know, this is my, this is my favorite or I'm, I'm very proud of kind of everything we've created. Right. Mm-hmm. And just kind of going into that whole process, we've never formulated according to cost, right? Like that's literally, we've never even formulated according to category. It's been more, right. I see a specific issue. Um, there's a specific problem that, that needs to be fixed um because the whole brand is built around optimizing your life optimizing mind and body and you see some sort of issue within that that can be you know fixed or or at least somewhat fixed from supplementation Mm -hmm. and then you try to try to create accordingly right so that's kind of where the brand has has pieced together with with some of these different products and that's why we'll have something there's not a 50 dollars heart formula on the market right but it was kind of like okay we need something that fully is going to address every aspect of heart health and, you know, boost cognition in the, in the process, you know, balance cholesterol, all, all that. So mm-hmm. we go, all, we go all in in kind of fixing the problem. And, um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but every product was something, you know, I wanted personally, like some issue I wanted to address or future issue I wanted to get ahead of and kind of, kind of put it together accordingly. So, I mean, there's not one that I would say, you know, this is it, or this is, this is my favorite. I think we have some that have had higher success rates than others. Like joy has done phenomenally for us. Consciousness, um, does, does extremely well. So there's ones, you know, you might, might rank on a base, you know, basis like that. But in terms of just which product and whatnot, I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of all of them. And it's a, it's a total system of, of optimization where we can uniquely serve one individual's total package, right? Like, like one person might be overweight, like it's about making them live their optimal life. Mm-hmm. And if someone's like overweight, right? Like, okay, burn might be a great addition for them because you, you, you can't live your peak. You can't function at peak performance if you're overweight, right? Yeah. So we're, we're creating burn and, and some help there, but someone on the other hand might suffer from high stress levels and anxiety, right? So that's where joy and, and maybe mushrooms comes into play. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like these customized optimization systems that are just, you know, tailor-made, right? So, yeah, so it's, I like what you say. It's not really about uh, a category or mm-hmm. like a specific ingredient. So you're, you're chasing problems, are there? And so what, what do you think are the main problems? Obviously, I, I guess uh, being that Burn was your first product, you wanted to, to attack obesity. And uh, how, like, so how, what, what problems out there do you think that could be better addressed? Like what, and, and is that really, is that the, the, the genius brand, you kind of, you mentioned you're trying to optimize, can you say it again, like life performance kind of, or? Yeah, yeah, no, no, t- total, total life performance, right? Okay. Like it, it's, okay. it's optimized mind and body, 
enhanced life, mm-hmm. right? So it's like like who wouldn't want to live their absolute optimal life? You, you know, firing at peak performance at all times, and that's kind of that's the idea around the brand. And, and will any individual ever get there? You know, like that's it's very hard. But that's still the the standard we're shooting for. That's the standard I'm shooting for personally. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I don't I don't think there's any other way to to live your life and. And overall, like I don't say we're a supplement company. I don't want to come out like this is not a supplement company. We're in the optimization business, cool. and and hopefully through time that that starts to starts to come together. And and you know right now it is just supplements, but long term it we, we're trying to build that that overall lifestyle and just you know you'll start to see some more stuff from us this year on just the education piece like like anxiety, stress. You, you know like sure joy helps, but hey have you tried meditation? Like that's, that's a huge part of it as well. And just further break down what that lifestyle means to unlocking your own best self. And you asked, um, you know, what, what are some of the biggest needs? Just to be honest, I mean, there's a lot of problems in today's society, Mm -hmm. right? So, so I can't pinpoint what the, what the biggest ones are. Obviously like depression and anxiety are probably at the top of that list, but each person is different. And it's just been the, if you look at kind of the advancement of technology and all that stuff, like our our ancestral DNA doesn't necessarily fit in today's modern world in terms of like how our our, our fight or flight response has has developed, right? Like that was made for running away from lions, but now it's constantly kind of pinging all day when you're getting text messages popping up left and right on your phone and emails and you know it's those underlying chronic stressors that cause these bigger issues. So that's kind of where I'm using the the brand to try to try to, sorry, kind of side tangent there, but no, this, this is, is, keep going. I, Rob, you're speaking my language right now. I, so I absolutely yeah. love it. Like, I feel like I made a mistake right here talking about products, but I think we should be talking a little bit about, about you and these philosophies really, because these are the philosophies that can drive the brand and eventually products outside of supplements. And uh, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. so I love it. And so let's talk a little bit about how do you avoid some of those issues? Okay, so you have you have a, a very seriously growing and uh, successful business. So your phone's probably ringing off the hook. Your emails are like crazy and everything. What do you do to what is what do you do outside of like supplementation to keep sane and to keep growing yeah, the no. business without you know because you can't you can't work twenty four hours in a day. So what are you doing? Right. No. And, and that's you know I, I've got to where I I feel like I'm in a really good place with that nowadays. And I've gotten through that through a lot of trial and error. Um, like I've gone through the 18 to freaking 16 to 18 hour days of mm-hmm. staring at the computer for a week, right? Where my eyes twitching and I got a knot in my back that, you know, won't go away. And a lot of it has changed with mindset and, and, and education, of course, right? Like the more stuff I've, I've incorporated into my routine, I've really tried to kind of optimize my routine for, for peak performance. I actually just wrote a new article on it on supplementsmarter.com, kind of worth checking out, but just some little things that I've worked into my day-to-day routine. And there's been a bigger adjustment to kind of just the mindset as well. Like what's the point of doing all of this and, and building this, this, you know, as big as I can take it, mm-hmm. if it ruins your quality of life or, or you don't have any quality of life left, right? And I was actually I was actually down in uh, San Diego two days ago. I spent some time with uh, do you know Sean Torbati? Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I've met him once. Don't know him. Yeah, yeah. Well, but so, yeah, well, we had dinner with uh, him and Mark Lobiner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I spent some time. Phenomenal guy, by the way. Great company, HPN, um, Ambrosia Collective with Mark and Mike Rashid. Um, great guys. But 
um, I spent some time with him. We were talking a little bit about that, like arrival fallacy. And that's this, this thought that when you get there, that solves all the problems, right? And that's, that's not the case. Like if you're building your business, you want to sell it. Okay. You're going to get $10 million and now your, your problems are all solved and you're good. And that's shown time and time again in, in human history to, to be false. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of, I, I guess that idea came more into, to, to, to mind. And it's like the important part of this whole life is to enjoy the process, right? It's not, you can't live in the future and, and bank your, your, you know, highs and lows on the future. You need to kind of enjoy this here moment in, in what you're doing. And, and if you're not finding joy in that day to day, it's not worth it. Like it's, it's, it's really not. So that was kind of like the bigger mindset shift. And I just got into enjoying the, the, the build, right. And man, I'm not where I want to be. Right. And that's okay. But I, cause I like what I'm doing today. So that was kind of, that was one of the bigger shifts just in, in my own thinking that I found to, to help quite a bit. And I'm still like, I want to continue on that path and I want to get the most out of each and every day. And I do want to build this to a certain level, but I'm not gonna, you know, judge my, my quality of life on like, where am I at on that trajectory? I just control kind of the minute by minute, like do what I need to do and, and make sure I'm enjoying this, you know, does that, right. does that kind of, yeah. yeah. So, so for you, I mean, some people love the 16 to 18 hour days. Like they, they, brag yeah, about yeah. It, they, they love it. They don't want to do nothing else. And that's fine. That wasn't working for you. Was it? Um, or was it, I mean, no, obviously it works business wise because your business is successful. Like I, I would have assumed that you were working a lot because of the responsiveness you are to everything. But, um, it seemed like it maybe it wasn't working for your personal life or something like that. It, I, I mean, I t- cause even now, like I still, the, the, like the only thing I've reincorporated back in is, is like working out, um, in terms of like the actual work or what I'm doing, it's still close to that amount of time, okay, but cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's necessary. I think that's one thing I, I think, I think people have a lot of like, you know, excuse the language, but just bullshit, right? On their plate. Like when we were talking before we jumped on here, you described your life, you have your family and you have your business and what you're building. And there's not a lot of room for anything else. And what'd you say? You wouldn't trade it for the world. Right. You, you know? Yeah. This is where we're at. And it's, I'm loving it. There's, of course. Yeah. It's a, yeah. There's an emotional roller coaster with having a baby around, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's how I feel, you, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's very similar. So I, I've, I've found ways to change the work a little bit. Like I don't need to be buried in accounting processes. Right. And I've tried to get rid of the parts that I don't like. And, and with that, it's, it's cost me financially in the sense that, Hey, now I had to hire someone to do that, mm-hmm. you, you know, and that that's technically money out of my pocket or money out of my business. But that's where it just comes back to that whole quality of life piece. And you know what? In the process, I found myself to be much more productive because now there's an extra block of time that I can spend, you know, researching biohacks or whatever that might be. Right? We are on such a similar path. I think you're you're a little bit ahead of me on that. But yeah, I'm I'm in the same area where I I really took a inventory of where I'm spending my time. And it's doing mm-hmm. things that I could definitely outsource that don't require crazy talent. So I am not, I'm not doing my best thing right now. So I'm like, I'm, I'm on the same path, but just a little bit behind you. At what point did you realize, like, how much time are you spending doing accounting stuff, for instance, before you realized it was time to get help doing that? Like, what, what shook you to, to make you realize you weren't working on the big picture when you're working on the small pictures? Yeah, and, and that's actually a, a good saying that that stuck with me. It's, um, it's. You don't want to spend like, like you get to a certain point as a company, 
and the founder or owner or whatever shouldn't be working in the business. They should be working on the business, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the only way really to move forward. And I'd say that was probably probably three or four months ago that I really kind of made some of those shifts and let go of some of my my bigger responsibilities uh -huh. that, you know, those responsibilities are the lifeblood of the company. Right. But I do have some good people around me. And as I started to hand those off, like it, it freed up this this creative time to kind of move back forward. Like I didn't yeah. formulate or work on new products for like four or six, like four or five months there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's something I like to do. Like I kind of constantly want to live in that world. And that wasn't getting done because of these other tasks. So by the time I finally kind of, you know, got up the courage or just found that understanding that those things need to be handed off, um, you know, it, it drove us forward as a company. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck, myself included, and uh, and managers of companies. There's a I've been emailing with a sales manager of, a, of an ingredient supplier, and he's he's like, I know I got to hire, but it's like to the point where it's it's so hard to find the new employee that I might as well just do it myself. But then he's stuck working the 18-hour days and not working yeah. on the big thing because he's doing like more uh, tasks that could be done by a lower-level salesperson, and so he's. You get stuck, and so entrepreneurs need to realize at some point you do need to get help. And yes, it does take time to hire and train, and you will lose a little bit of productivity during that small window of time. But once you find the right person to join your team, they can knock out an extra whatever two or three hours a day. And guess what? You have time to, to work out better. You have time to be with your wife, or you have time to work on the big picture thing, which in your case sounds like uh, the next crazy, <laughs> the crazy supplement with ten branded ingredients in it, or whatever. So. That's it's uh, 12 actually. 12? Is that what, is that what you're kidding. working on right now? Oh, geez. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Can't wait to try it. So uh, that, interesting. So would you mind, do you have a kind of a set schedule or like, would you be able to take me through your day or are you just uh, kind of different each and every day? Do you have an example? No, no. Yeah, no, I've definitely, so I mean the, the cool thing about kind of the, like the science behind routines too is they, they remove friction or, or they remove barriers and there's, there's, you know, real research behind that it's tasks move from the, like you think about riding a bike or something, right? And when you first think to ride a bike, like it requires a lot of mental energy, but mm -hmm. now you hop on one and you go. Mm -hmm. And the same can kind of be said for your, for, for your day-to-day day routines. Like I just learned to, when I first learned to use a French press coffee maker, it's a conscious process, right? right. Um, now I could do it in my sleep. So just little things like that, it removes the friction cognitively and, and it re removes kind of the, the issues there. So my whole thought process is if you can create kind of this as optimal as possible routine, like obviously things change and whatnot, but if you can kind of integrate as many forward moving habits as possible into your day to day, it just leads to a, a more productive and, you know, ultimately better life, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the thought process. So I'm constantly working on it and tweaking it, but I've got a pretty good kind of morning and night routine down now. Um, I actually stopped, you know, a lot of people, yeah, and myself included forever. First thing you do is you alarm goes off and you you look at your phone, right? And you you go through your emails or whatever laying in bed. Um, so cutting that out was like a big one. Yeah, Actually, every every intelligent person, Tim Ferriss and all those people, they're like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. It just it's not good on so many levels, right? <laughs> so um, that that was a big one. And, and then uh, I should say value. I'd back up a little more. Valuing sleep was big. Like I didn't used to sleep much. I, I'd I was still pulling all nighters like up to a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, so, so valuing sleep. So I start, I wake up naturally. I try to wake up with the sun. You know, I try to go to bed kind of around the same time and then 
wake up naturally. Um, so when that's kind of how I start. What? I'm going to start crying. When are you going to bed? Um, now I try to get to bed by like 10, 30, 11 Perfect. Okay. Uh, PM. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not crazy, but kind of in a decent range. Right. Yeah. Um, so usually wake up kind of with the sun or around then I'll go down. I will, uh, first, first thing I do is I'll, I'll mix our electrolytes with, uh, I'll add a little extra Himalayan salt as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll drink that. Um, then I'll write in, you know, I got a little journal that I keep and I'll just kind of jot down initial daily thoughts. Right. And it's nothing too serious. It might be, you know, just ideas about the company or, or whatever, right? Like five, 10 minutes of, of kind of a daily journal entry. Um, I'll mix up some apple cider vinegar. I'll drink that. I will, uh, then take like a kind of supplement cocktail. It's like Niagen or Resveratrol, Genius Test, um, Lion's May, uh, Genius Mushrooms. I'll take mm-hmm. like 12 of those. And, um, so it sounds like you're going for some longevity kind of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get into absolutely. that later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I will do like a quick, you know, two, three minute stretch. And then I'll either do like, I'll try to do a couple of reps or something. Usually it's like, I, I try to do like a little ab routine in the morning. It's about mm-hmm. five minutes. Um, knock that out. I will then, um, so then I'll either, depending on the weather, I'll either, you know, it's about 15 minutes of meditation. It'll be either, either be in my house or I'll go for a quick walk and, and meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then e- either way, following that, I'll walk down uh, up and down kind of our, our boardwalk here. We live, live down on the water. Cool. Um, it'll be about 15 minute walk up and down, um, you know, get some, get some sunlight exposure, star, uh, sky gaze a little bit and, and just wake up. And all in all, that takes me about an hour. Okay. Um, and, and that was a big adjustment for me, right? Like at yeah. first that was time I could spend working. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so kind of changed at first it was like a 10 minute morning routine and then I just kind of keep building on it. Right. Until I got all these pieces yeah. together and, and all in all, it cost me about an hour, mm-hmm. but like I find myself more productive. I'm especially calm. Like I used to be kind of a high anxiety person mm-hmm. and, um, you know, stress just gets to you. And I think the meditation especially has left me in kind of a calmer, calmer state. Gotcha. So, so cool. with meditation, yeah. do you have any specific uh, tactics with that? Or I, I, I don't even know the lingo enough, but I know that there's different form forms of meditation and everything. Like mindful, yeah. but if you're like, you know, or you just do it while you're walking, breathing. Like, what what kind of stuff are you doing there? So, so, so my, mine's mindful, and I actually hope to learn quite a bit more about every form of meditation, and you know, hopefully go to some different practices and, and that kind of stuff. But right now, it's just mindful. It's you know, sitting there in a comfortable position, spine straight up, um, eyes closed, focusing on my breath, just in and out. Um, try to focus on my breath as much as possible. It's amazing how much your mind runs. Oh yeah. Uh, we, like we don't fully have control over our mind. I'm trying to, you know, trying to trying to change that. So yeah. Well, part of the exercise is, is bringing yourself back to the breath. That's actually like yep. that's actually the exercise. So it's not like you're losing. That's to me the strengthening of it all. So um, yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely there too. Okay, cool. And so, you, so you've done that all that. Yeah, the, getting some sun exposure in the morning, like especially us, everyone who's on the computer all the time, or people like you know who are, you know, they're driving in their car right now, listening to this, and then they're gonna go into work and just not get enough sun for the day. That that mm-hmm. getting the sun and watching the sunrise, like I water the plants with uh, when the, the sun's coming up, and it's just like it's so it's so day enhancing to me. And I, I so I'm like I'm huge on that too. So. Good to hear all that. Um, so you've done all that. You're feeling pretty good. You're, you're you're lowering anxiety after that. And then is it time to work, or you have to eat, or are you you know what's next? 
Yeah, so so I fast about either it, it depends. Usually I fast about three I'd say about three times a uh, a week on average where I'll just uh mix up some black coffee and mm-hmm. drink that and go. Um other days I have a nice kind of kind of coffee I, I mix with uh, I do like bone broth and MCT oil. Um a little more lion's mane sometimes. What else <laughs> do I put in there? Oh um cocoa. Um, you know, do a couple grams of that and then I blend that up. And that'll be kind of my, you know, morning kickoff. And, and, and from there, I'll usually lock in in front of the computer for a couple hours. Oh, actually, I forgot. I uh, I do red light therapy a little bit. I got it kind of back on my wall there. And I'll, I'll stand in front of that sometimes for about 10 minutes. And okay, get, I haven't read anything about that. What does that do? Um, so, so it's basically just, just red light exposure. And it helps, um, I mean, all sorts of stuff. Like my wife stands in front of it for, I guess, it boosts collagen production. That's one of the big things. Like helps your skin. Um, helps recovery and and. There's a whole host of claims where I don't want to misspeak, but yeah. um, is that what's on those like little hair loss <laughs> brushes? That yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay. it I've is. It is. It, okay, cool. Wow. So, so that's why I don't want to get get too out. But yeah, but apparently, yeah. like, you know, apparently red light exposure can boost testosterone, and there's a lot of a lot of benefits that kind of tie into the whole being in front of the sun piece as well. Mm-hmm. I live in Seattle, so we don't get as much sun. Right. Um, so that's kind of something for the winter, especially. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then and then it's time to work and uh, and so you're you're locked in the computer. So it seems like and this is what a lot of people don't always see is like there's sometimes you watch there's brands that have like big offices and then there's some brands that seem to be more like remotely scattered around. And so mm-hmm. is that and I'm gathering that you're working at a home a lot of the time or Yeah, so 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 we are remote right now. Mm-hmm. Um I've been looking the last couple of months for we want to open Genius HQ. Cool. And that's something like I'm I'm super productive at home. I got a great system here. Yeah. Driving to the office is never like any of our guys. We could have opened a headquarters a year ago, you know, financially no big deal. Um, but now we're just getting to that point, kind of put together a plan for the brand where to go to that next level. I think it's a it's a center centerpiece of what you're wanting to do. So Genius HQ is kind of in the works, but um, right now we are remote. I, I love my home office. All of our uh, employees are remote. We're all you use Slack at all? Like we're all no, the, no the app. we don't use Slack, but yeah, we we have similar tool sets and stuff that we use. Yeah, yeah, and we're all you know, it's our it's our global village via Slack. So gotcha. we're, we're all pretty tied in throughout the day, but eventually we'll move to a headquarters. Awesome, and will that be in Seattle? Um, most likely. Come on down to most Texas. Likely. <laughs> Everyone else is. Yeah, yeah. Most it, it was just fun just being down in San Diego the past couple of days mm-hmm. with Compound Solutions and mm-hmm. and then Sean up in uh he's a little more more north, but you know you go man it not a bad bad place to live down there in California, you know. Yeah, absolutely not if you could uh, handle the taxes and everything. So which I I don't think I can. <laughs> it, yeah, it's brutal. It's a, one of the things that drove us out actually. But um, okay, cool. So so you mentioned that you have partners. Are they still in the picture? Like what? Are you the CEO and it sounds like you like you're the formulator as well? Are there other people or do they like to stay behind the scenes? Um yeah, it's, so so our our contract manufacturer has a has a small stake in the business and then um I I got two other guys that have been kind of with it since the beginning that have um you know kind of have a have a stake as a result. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And so but you it sounds like you're doing most of the workload. Is that or not uh, most of the workload well, but like most of the high level workload? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think everyone on our team's like, you know, incredibly important and has some, I, I try to, I don't ever try to have it be like a, you know, like dictator type thing, right? Like I'm super big on 
every equal part, but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, exactly. I, yeah, that was probably the mo- not the most friendly question. I know what you were trying to ask. Yeah, I know what you were trying to ask. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> Bad interviewer. So, um, okay, cool. So so what are the things that you've, you were focusing on like uh, through those first few hours? Is it is it customer related? Is it product oriented, manufacturing oriented? I, I, I had to say, um, I wanted to also add that it's probably brilliant that you have buy-in from the manufacturer themselves because now you're probably not going to have uh, many manufacturing runs held up because they want to get it out the door too, I'm, I'm imagining. So that's that's pretty smart right there. Exactly. It's helped us a ton. Like it's solidified it's solidified the supply chain in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's it's taken a lot of problems off our plate. And there's just the level of trust. Like they're super tied to, you know, how the brand does and, and, and how well, you know, our, our like if there's any discrepancy with the product, it fall, like it directly impacts their success. You yeah. know, we're we're a huge chunk of their business. So yeah, no, no, absolutely. Excellent. And that's worked out good. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was the, the first couple hours or. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What, what are you focusing on then? Yeah. So, I mean, it used to be like, that's when I would, well, well, first I will try to, I'm trying to do email twice a day now and that I'm still not good at that. Yeah. Like I still get attracted to my inbox, uh, you know, throughout the day, I'm trying to do it twice a day. So usually I'll start with kind of just clearing the inbox that I got overnight and then responding to whatever I need to respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it used to be, that's where I'm kind of looking at like immediate fires throughout the day. Like, okay, what, what's gonna, what needs to get done today ASAP? Where are we at with inventory? Where all those pieces, like I used to really micromanage those. Um, but since we've kind of handed that off and you know, the, the team's running with a lot of that stuff and doing like a way better job than I used to micromanaging, um, I'll spend kind of that first, two to three hour chunk on some creative piece, whether it be like, you know, we're launching our new muscle builder. So I need to kind of finalize the design aspect and kind of lay that out and, um, you know, get some copy together for that. So uh, usually the first couple hours is, is some creative functional work, whether it be, you know, an article I'm working on or some copy for the new website where that, that that's a big project. We're going to relaunch our website, but um, it's usually some kind of creative form of work that, that I, that I like to do that I'm excited to do. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm on the same page. If it, the, the day can slip away from you. And if you don't get the big thing done early on, you might be caught with mini fires all day long that could have been outsourced, you know? And so yep. it, it sounds like you've gotten out of that hamster wheel and I'm like in the process of getting out of there, but man, I'm like, I'm just sitting here jealous of you in this conversation because I love I think everything you're doing is like, there's a couple months ahead of where I'm trying to be. So this is this is actually pretty cool. Um, now, you just mentioned the muscle builder. So I'm sure a lot of people on the channel are like, dude, all right, I want to hear about some supplements here. What's going on with the what's going on with some of the new stuff you have? Um, yeah, so I mean, we've got some some exciting things coming down the pipeline. I think muscle builder is going to be like it is by far the most expensive formula we've ever put together. Really? Um, okay. it, it's and it's only three ingredients, but they're all super high quality trademarked ingredients. It's that phosphocytic acid, yep. um, the mediator from Cheminutra. Yep. It's Pico2 from Compound Solutions, and then it's uh, MyoEdge HMB. Oh, okay. Um, so it's the combination of those three, and it's going to be like the first real. There's not like a lot of test boosters associate themselves with like muscle building claims and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but there's never there hasn't been many like all in one non hormonal muscle builders, you know, or, or muscle optimizers, whatever you want to call it. So this is kind of the first one we brought together that really, you know, encompasses all functions of just creating an anabolic environment within your body. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm, I'm really excited about this one. It's, I mean, it, it relates to like everyone, I think, you know, from, from the college kid who's looking to put on size to, you know, the, the 50 year old that's finding it hard to, to gain muscle, right. Or, or maintain healthy muscle mass. So, um, this one's just loaded. It, it should be launching like in the next, if it's not in stock today, it'll probably be Monday. Um, okay. Yeah. So kinda... just, yeah, for the record today's uh, Friday, August 24th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it shouldn't be out by the time this this goes live. Then probably, yeah. Excellent. We'll see how fast I go. I might need a video for today. So, <laughs> no, but, oh, okay, okay, all right, yeah, all yeah. Right. But uh, so so regarding the the Myo Edge HMB, so that's the one that includes vitamin D. Is that correct, or do you have to add your own vitamin D to that formula? They have different um, different forms of it that they're using. Like one. One is just my ours is theirs with vitamin D. Okay, cool. Um, so ours does include vitamin D. I'm trying to remember. They have like three other forms. One of them includes something else as well. Um, but yeah, ours does include vitamin D. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, we we wrote about one other uh, one other supplement that was using that, and what they kind of discovered is that HMB it's 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 an inconsistent ingredient, but they were finding that it works better if you have someone with with quality vitamin d levels and that was yep. kind of like holding back a lot of people's success and so um and so the, it, was, it was cool to kind of see that but yeah hmb will always always be a controversial ingredient even with or without that and so um but i i'm a huge fan of the pico too and it sounds like you're mm-hmm. a big fan of Me mushrooms too. in general given given your stack and and uh and that you've mentioned huge on mushrooms times. so huge okay yeah. so is that like a big area of research for you that you might go down further or as uh, genius Pro- mushrooms kind of like where you where you stand and you're adding pico two to the muscle builder. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'll, I'll probably continually use them where I can. Um, uh, that's definitely something I think about quite a bit on how we want to utilize them because there's some great great species out there that can be used in supplements. You know, um, so yeah, I kind of go back and forth on that. Like like there's brands that have built their entire brand around mushrooms. You see like Four Sigmatic, they're mm-hmm. just crushing it and they're like almost purely mushrooms mm-hmm. so i mean i'd say we're not going to come out with like single releases anytime soon like there won't just be genius reshi or something like that but i'll probably continue to find ways to include them in formulas because they are i mean they're the research is super exciting and super promising yeah absolutely i was uh i was listening to the joe rogan podcast with paul stamets with paul oh my yeah, god yeah, that's yeah. Like, one of the best yeah. podcasts like ever isn't it? <laughs> I fully agree. Especially they're talking about uh, the portobello mushrooms, and he like could not speak anymore about certain things. Um, apparently, yeah. they have explosive compounds inside of them, or something like that. And so, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I forget the name of his brand. We've written about a couple of their products, but they have uh, they they attack specific require you know needs that that it seems like you do as well. Like they have their own immune system supplement. They don't yep. only do. You know, they don't only do single ingredients, but they're attacking immune, they're attacking longevity, and they have, you know, different things, mm-hmm. focus and all that. So it seems like a, a decent model. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely fascinated by a lot of that. It seems like one of the one of the challenges is finding, like you mentioned lion's mane a couple times in this in this episode, finding a quality lion's mane extract that's consistent. Uh, how are you how are you able to do that? And does working with the manufacturer so closely help a lot with that? Yeah, no. So, so that was actually super tough. We found um, I, I wanted them USA grown as well. Oh, really? Okay, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so that made it even t- like checking the boxes off. That made it even harder to to bring to market. Um, Paul, Paul Stamets' company is down in. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on their name too, but 
th- they get all theirs from from Oregon as well. So they're they're USA grown. Um, that's definitely a brand I've used in the past. I use from time to time. I take their turkey tail sometimes, but um, yeah, yeah. Finding that we went through like five or six different suppliers because um, we do some decent volume. So the first couple we found were were small that you know would probably fill the run, but supply chain wasn't solidified. Right. Um, so I actually get pretty involved with the suppliers as well. Um, you know, along with my manufacturer, he's a, he's a doctor of pharmacy and he's kind of gone through this whole world. You know, he's worked with a bunch of different suppliers. So eventually we found one like long, long story short there, you, you know, we found a, a reliable, um, farm here in the United States. I want to say like in Wyoming or something. They, um, it's grown on purple corn husk. Hmm. Um, so it's all, yeah, su- USA grown, super high quality. Have you visited the farm itself? I haven't. Uh, okay, I, I, I see you're, you're starting to get into making content. That actually might be something interesting because you know a, a lot of the users, a lot of people watching this, they they want to know more and more. You meet the person behind the brand, but now like, hey, let's go with the person behind the brand of the to the purple corn husk yeah. stuff. I don't know if that's worth a whole flight for, but there's I, no, I, I like the idea. No, I like it because we are kind of working on a series like that where we're going to go to the manufacturer and film some of the products being made and all of that um, to kind of show behind the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hadn't thought about going act to the actual suppliers, but I like that idea. Oh, that, cool. that, that's, that's good, yeah. Yeah, so so um, to get back to where I just was, we were talking about Pico 2. What are your, mm-hmm. what are your experiences with Pico 2? So but before taking this product uh, or before creating this product, I did just Pico 2. I cut out a bunch of kind of strength strength supplements for like a week or two mm-hmm. and then did just Pico 2 and um you know for I want to say 14 days or something but but my personal experience was in line with their clinical studies um I felt stronger within 3 4 days right like it was I I did 4 grams uh, no 2 grams sorry I did 2 grams for that 14 days and and by that end of the first week like when I was on to my next you know, lift, mm-hmm. I felt noticeably stronger. So I go, oh, this is a, this is a no brainer, you know, it, it's going in the product. So awesome. I think compound did a great job with that one. It's Absolutely. an exciting ingredient. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely something to it for me. I have talked about this before. So I train with a heart rate monitor on like across my chest. Okay. I'm not doing that Fitbit nonsense. I'm, I'm old school. So I'm a grumpy old man, but no, I, uh, so I use the heart rate monitor across my chest and yeah. Oh yeah. There polar? you go. Exactly. Yeah. I have, I have like three different polars. <laughs> okay. That's the only yeah. way to go. In my opinion, I want it right on my heart. And so yep. I noticed, and I have a pretty good feel for, you know, how much deadlift weight and where my heart rate's going to go. And what happened was I started taking that stuff in a weekend my heart rate was like way lower with the same amount of weight as always. Okay. And it happened consistently. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on, but there was something to this Pico too. And so that yeah. was, uh, that was with the, the first supplement that had Pico two in it. And I was like, dude, th- you know, this is the only ingredient that's different that I'm not familiar with. And so to me, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I ever noticed strength, but in a way, like if my body is working less or, you know, and that's, that's why I like the heart rate monitor. Cause that's like the only, true not not true but it's the only like physical way i can communicate with my body and like the amount of absolute stress that i'm putting on it is how much blood am i having to pump and how hard is my heart working and so when i see like that my heart is working less hard to do the same amount of work like physical work then uh there obviously there's there's something going on there and i can consistently get that with pico too so kind of exciting mm-hmm. to see that that yeah they're still they're still humping along with that ingredient that you're going to use it because even if I don't know if there's a strength thing, there's definitely for me a work capacity thing. And as we're starting to see, if you can get volume up, 
then you can eventually get hypertrophy and hopefully strength up as well. So there's like many different angles that, that you can hit with that stuff. But that's my Pico 2 story. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're, you're attacking it. Um, do, you, do you ever concern yourself? Like, is there like a mushroom overload that you might have at some point if you're taking 12 caps of genius mushrooms and this and Pico yeah, 2? Yeah. I, I think, you know, that in terms of toxicity and whatnot, they all have pretty high upper limits. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've thought about that in the back of my mind, but I don't think, I don't think I've gotten anywhere near the two clubs, you know, like lion's mane's one. I know you can have some, some liver issues if you go too high. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm careful about all of them. Um, you know, it's not absurd doses, but awesome. different species, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, you, you're mentioning content you have some new stuff coming out. You have a new website coming out. Like what's the, what's the plan for, for the genius brand moving forward? Uh, it's you know I know we were emailing about a few things. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to uh, let the cat out of the bag or anything, but it sounds like you're you're getting into a whole new realm of content, both for yourself and for the brand. You willing to go into any of that? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Refresh, refresh my memory on what 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 did we touch on on email? Oh, Genius TV. Is oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it no, is. So, okay. no, 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 no. It's it's not out. It's not out. So. So yeah, we're gonna kind of go through this. We're we're calling it. it it's this kind of six to twelve month period where we want to relaunch our website and kind of build our direct sales a little bit more, um, establish some kind of retail relationships and kind of get this baseline outside of Amazon. Right. Um, you know, I definitely think that's big for the brand. Just because like, you see what they're doing with their other house brands and all that stuff, right? Like, we're not gonna call that home anymore, right? We used to exclusively drive all our traffic there and. That was kind of our, you know, the name of the game. But we're gonna kind of build our own, our own house, right? Like, and with that, that's when we'll move kind of to Genius HQ. We'll start getting some new, new pieces. Go, you know, there's a ton of great ideas on the content front. It's about maximizing resources, like probably bringing on, you know, some new pieces internally in terms of of talent and team members that can kind of spearhead each of those pieces. But yeah, we want to eventually get into probably call it. We might do Genius TV or we might call it Genius Talk Radio and, and videotape it, right? But it's just kind of – that'll be a big, big piece of it with podcasts, you know, becoming such a – which is surprising. I thought podcasts were the thing a couple years ago, but it just seems like they're gaining more and more traction, you know? So, down, absolutely. No, yeah, not at all. So, so you know, that's something where we'll kind of combine the whole mind-muscle piece. Um, you know, it won't just be fitness personalities on there, but you'll get, you, you know, just more into that general genius piece right and yeah, that, that was my idea i was like you know what you have you're the genius brand i would bring on any genius from anywhere if it's a chess champion or if it's like someone who's just a genius whatever gymnastics coach like yeah, yeah. I would, anyone who's got like some sort of genius level of anything i think that, that they're worthy of you talking to them and uh because you see like in the fitness community and uh, you know, I get into the ketogenic community. You see the same people interviewing the same other people. It's like this like inbred circle. And the last thing I want to do is like become, you know, just do the same old thing. Which is why I love having you here because I I don't think you've been out too much on on a lot of these other channels. So it's like yeah, cool yeah, to have have yeah have other people in and out. And like I want to I want to interview certain like researchers who you know you kind of gotta like get them you know, kick them in the butt a little bit to get them on video. But once you do, mm-hmm. like, you're like, whoa, this person's a genius. That's, that's what I wanted you to do. But, um, and so, yeah, that's what we, that's how the email thread was kind of going there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And that's, and that's spot on. Like it's, it's totally in line. And and with that whole thing, you know, we want to build like part of genius HQ that I think super important will be kind of the content studio. Um, and it, you know, it'll be kind of a hybrid gym, 
Um, you know, we might have some, some kind of, kind of biohacking pieces like cryotherapy and kind of, kind of that stuff there nice. and just really build out that whole, whole side of the business. Cause I think that's super important, you know, like obviously we do, we do well now, but if you want to take this really to the next level, having that brand identity and kind of that, you know, home base for, for content and all that is just, is, is right at the top of the list. Like you see, um, someone that I thought did a pretty cool job of this recently was uh, Performix. You know, have you seen their their facility in New York? I haven't, to be honest. No. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's super cool. It's like you know, their theirs is all fitness, and that's kind of their their right. world, bodybuilding. But it's, I mean, it's a state of the art, very very nice gym. Like I think it costs nine hundred bucks a month or something to train there. You know, something crazy. So, um, but but that that fits what they're doing. You know, it fits their identity. So we want something similar that that fits ours and kind of kind of tells what the brand's about. Cool. So okay. Yeah. And so you 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 mentioned like the word you said the next level. And so what are, is there like an end game with this at all, or what what is like the goal of genius? So so I mean that's where that's where I've let go of what the end goal was, right? Like I think when first started this, you know, it was like okay, we need to sell and get to a certain point and. That's that arrival fallacy I was talking about yeah. earlier, right? Yeah. Where that kind of defeats the whole purpose. And when I kind of, so, so we've had offers on the business, like like we have, we got to a point where there's a market for these Amazon. Yeah, thank you, thank you. No, it was cool. Um, you know, we we've had offers on like there's a market for these Amazon companies, and um, like I was ready to take one, and then it just kind of all hit me like that's, I don't know. I want to keep doing this, right? I want to keep building. Like I really like impacting lives like like i've been through a lot of those stressors and even like talking with you right now you know i think you can see kind of the some of my past or history where i've lived a, a much less than optimal life mm -hmm. right and and with that you kind of lack purpose and it's just a, a struggle so to kind of get on this right track and find you know what's possible with with improving myself i want to bring that to as many people as possible and genius is is really the vehicle for that so right. in terms of what the end game or exit is like, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not going to think about the future. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if some strategic relationship came along where they want to partner and can, and can further accelerate this mission, mm -hmm. I'm super open to it. Right. But in terms of, in terms like I'm, I've, I've just come to this understanding with the arrival fallacy and I'm not thinking of the end game. I'm, I'm enjoying the process. Excellent. But you did say the word next level. So what does that mean? Oh yeah. No, no. Next level is just, we want to, I mean, we've just scratched the surface, right? Like we're just in supplements. So we want to continue. There's a, I have no shortage of ideas, right? I want to build out this, this further in terms of product lineup. I want a more, um, you know, like we're investing in our website to try to do some cool things with like tailor-made optimization pieces. Hmm. Um, we'll build out like kind of a, a mindset portion of what we're trying to do, um, that share more of these kind of lifestyle and, and tips on that. And then just with that, the, the expansion should come. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking down doors trying to get into retail. You know, I'm not knocking down doors doing anything like that. I'm trying to build the brand the right way and kind of in time it it should grow to that next level, right? Like th there's a there's a concrete strategy in there and I think as we start doing more of the content, I I'd consider that content and kind of expansion into that world uh as kind of being the the next level, right? Okay. And, and yeah. a lot of that sounds like it's going to be like kind of tailored to life optimization in a way. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Super cool. Now you mentioned retailers and stuff. If a retailer did call you up and said, "Hey, we want to put uh, Genius Consciousness. We need a good nootropic formula uh, on on our shelves. We want to put Genius Consciousness on our shelves. 
do you sell to them? Are you cool with, with the retail, retail space or are you like purely like, no, you got to come to my house on my website? No, no, I'm, I'm super cool with the retail space. Like if it makes sense, you, you know, like if, if things come together, right, I will never ever compromise product quality to meet a retailer's margin, right. which isn't uncommon in this world. You, right. you know, like, like guys do that left and right. So I will never do that. But if again, the right strategic relationship comes up, like we make products that don't really fit the retail model from what I've seen. Cause we've, you know, I mean, like we've had talks with a lot of these guys. Um, these guys have reached out to us and like, I probably, you know, I don't want to speak on anything I can't, but some of the, the deals haven't worked out. So it's going to be uh, and a lot of it's going to be too expensive once they got to get their market. Exactly. And, and they're like, we're not putting $80 product on our shelves if we want to make profit. And then, I mean, exactly. that's, and that's, yeah, that's definitely where the, uh, obviously the direct to consumer internet and the whole Amazon shift has changed things. And so, uh, if we, yeah, we see like over and over, there's that kind of the dual method of direct to consumer on your website, Amazon here. Um, yeah. So you've you've mentioned some issues with Amazon. It sounds like it was a great relationship that you're uh, a little bit more tepid with. Are you willing to go into that at all, or and realize it's uh, all on the record? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, just from like a general business standpoint, what they're doing makes sense in terms of like the evolution of their company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their house brands and stuff. That's kind of the writing on the wall that, like, hey, times are about to change. You know, and I always like to think forward in terms of. Like you try to anticipate change the best you can, and in this sense, it's pretty clear. And as they're kind of coming out with their own brands and stuff, which I won't comment on what I think of the brands, but as they're doing that, they are—I'm um, not smiling. They are. Uh, <laughs> they're, For the audio they're, listeners, they're, I'm just sitting here with a big ass grin on my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, in in that process, they. Uh, you know, I mean, they're ran by machines. So like we had Genius Joy come off site for a week because it got identified as a pharmaceutical antidepressant. Mm. You know, and obviously it's not, right? Mm-hmm. But some bot picked that up and then it's a week before it's reviewed and just a lot of issues like that that have been kind of ongoing. Um, and it's just like, you know, we can build we can build our own house at this point, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely, yeah. And so for, yeah, for those who don't know or haven't seen the review, what happened for me is uh, Genius Joy is one of my favorite supplements ever. I'm holding it here. And so this was sent uh, my way for free, I got to say. And uh, it was sent my way when I was like going through the throes of baby-based sleep deprivation. And I was just a freaking train wreck. And I was... Uh, I was definitely not optimized, <laughs> and so I was coming, kind of coming out of the out of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel was there, and Genius Joy, for whatever reason, I know it's not marketed to it. It was so beneficial for the sleep deprived state, and uh, for whatever reason, I haven't gone into all the pathways or whatever. But there's a lot of adaptogens in there. But there's also um, it, it's my first time using the uh, Sami. Is that how you pronounce it, Sami? Same. Sam, yeah. Sami, yeah. and so it was my first time using a legitimate dose of that. And I, I can function so much better on a, a low number of hours of sleep, which I still don't recommend, obviously. But yeah, thanks for formulating that supplement alone. So it's uh, and so I had to say, like, listen, on this on this review, I'm like, listen, I am not depressed. I'm not diagnosing anything, like you know, because when you get into these like mood enhancing supplements, you do have to be careful with that. But mm-hmm. holy hell, like this supplement was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That that's you, you said. I said I don't place one above any other but mm-hmm. i'll say that one a lot of work went into its creation it was probably close to close to a year from start to finish wow, before okay. getting that to market it's been a long time working on that yeah yeah and I, I think like what 
when I look at your formulas, like I kind of just see like that that, that dose you have for the whole four caps, you have a whole gram of the SAMe, and mm -hmm. on top of a bunch of other stuff, and it's like this kind of has like balls to it. Not that the product itself has balls, but the fact that you put a whole gram in there and expected to sell it. Like other people are like, oh yeah, that looks like a great dose. I would never sell that because I can't sell a $60 supplement or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but it, you know, if you're- I'll worry about price later, you yeah, know? It's it's, kind of, it's, I'm telling like some people don't care. Like obviously some people just got money and they don't care, but other people are like, dude, I'm in the throes of, let me just say the sleep depri deprivation. And, and I can't right now, I, I cannot physically, I'm not gonna get sleep. That's just how it's gonna be. I will throw money at the problem at least for a month or two before, uh, while we kind of correct the sleep pattern here, which mm -hmm. we did do. And uh, and so people will throw money at a problem if it's properly solved. And I think you did as good of a job as any, anyone could do with that. And it, I, I imagine that people had this idea, like other formulators, they just didn't have the balls to do it. And you did. And so, you know, hats off to you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. And so, yeah, we were talking about Amazon. Oh, yeah. So Amazon flagged that and everything. And uh, they definitely, they are having their own brands. Like to me, I, I wouldn't think that they would come out with something like uh, like Amazon Joy, for instance, but at the same time, they see the data, they see what people are searching for and they, it, you know, they exactly. see the numbers. And if it's looking good enough and they could you know do a little bit of math and see if it's profitable enough or whatever, they, they could easily throw their product up top and knock you down your own listings. If someone's searching for Genius Joy, they could easily put 10 of their own products on top of that and just knock you below the fold. It's, it's smart to be on your own, on your own, you know, to be on your own page at the same time. Are you, are you going to ever abandon Amazon? No, no. I mean, they're, they're just too relevant, right? Yeah. Like they're, and, and they remove that friction. I mean, at the end of the day too, I just want a good consumer buying experience. Like I, I want the, I want the customer to be taken care of and, and they get that with Amazon. Right. right. So I'm not, I mean, hats off right like like they built that world zero zero qualms there so um no i won't ever drive people away it's just more having our own platform where we can you know tell the story a little bit better and and really kind of amazon's a machine right where we can't we can't uniquely offer a stack like we might want to or we right. can't personalize the the fixing of a you know individual's unique problem so um it's just kind of a diversification for us gotcha okay so Let's say I, I want I want to go get genius consciousness. Let's say this time, and mm -hmm. I I see your website and I see Amazon. Amazon, I got one button, you know, I have one button to click, and I got two day free shipping if I'm on Prime. What do you do on your website to incentivize me to to give to give you my email address and to uh, give you my phone number and all that stuff, and to buy it on your website over Amazon? Like, what are the value adds that you're going to be adding to your own website? Yeah, and, and so we're still gonna we're still working through some of those, right? Like, I mean, right now I tell you go to Amazon, right? Like, if you're a Prime member, I I'm not, I'm just that's the best way to get the product yeah, right now, <laughs> you know. Reach out via social media if you have questions. But kind of kind of long term, we'll build out like probably a stronger subscription piece, right? Where it's like twenty percent off maybe to have that reoccurring relationship with the customer, mm -hmm. um, and we'll do some things like that. Like, we want to offer two day shipping. We got to we're not financially the same as Amazon. But then again, with right. the, with the money they take, I probably will end up offering two day shipping, right? Like in, and I, I still got to look at everything. So I don't, you know, we're still right. about two months yeah. out from but it's, launching it's, it's the a system. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So sounds like, yeah, sounds like great things. 
well, yeah, so what, what else is in the hopper? So you've mentioned, um, are there any products that, like actually physical, tangible products you, you're willing to sell that are non-supplements then? Is that kind of where you're going at all? Or are you talking more about the content? No, no, yeah, we're, we're definitely, um, no, just, I mean, we're, so, so we're planning the Genius Bar. I think that'll be be a pretty exciting one where, you know, brain food, right? And and, and maybe get more into that, that food piece of things. Mm-hmm. Um, looking further down the line, like way further, not, I mean, you need some serious resources to pull this stuff off, but there's some companies out there that do like testing for like the Thorn Research. I don't know if you know them, but yeah. they're kind of a, a doctor owned brand. Mm-hmm. They do like I just did their heavy, heavy metal testing. Me and my wife did. You order. Um, it's a, a finger kit where, you know, you, you draw your blood, you, you prick your finger, stamp your blood on and send it back to them. And they, they run a heavy metal analysis. So you start thinking of like real peak performance and optimized humanity, right? Like those are the kind of things that tie into that. And that's where I think having your own website and presence there, like for that, you couldn't do that on Amazon, right? you know? So I'm thinking way down the line, those might be some, some things that we start to get into. Okay. So anything that's related to like the, the personal optimization, like testing yourself and then maybe providing like customized feedback and yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm sorry. I was going to bounce back. Are you willing to disclose anything about the bar? Um, not, it's in such the such the early phases. Like you, you'll, yeah, we're still a ways away from having really even details worth sharing down. Gotcha. I got some ideas, but yeah, we're we'll, we'll, it's it's still too far out to to share them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, on that note, do you follow any any specific types of diets or anything? Or what, it seems like you're pretty regimented everywhere else in life. I'm guessing that you have adopted some sort of pretty strict diet, maybe. Um, so, so yeah, uh, diet to everything. I, I'm, I'm actually a certified nutritionist as well. So right. I'm, I'm pretty into that world. Um, but, but you know, like my big thing is I, I can't stand like the cult religions behind diets mm-hmm. like, like that, that really bothers me when you see keto people fighting with paleo people, you know, like this is right. That's right. And that, that's like a real pet peeve of mine. So I, I've done all the diets like from, you know, we've, we've been vegan for a year. We've, just just finished up a, a keto sprint where I kind of went, you know, I really wanted to get into that. Were you keto um, vegan? No, 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 no. I was gonna no, say no. that's like pure coconut, basically. And I, that's it. I I tried that <laughs> and it wasn't like when when I was vegan, I tried to get into keto and uh-huh. I just it's, it's yeah, you it's, do, a, it's you a higher just, carb diet. It's almost impossible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, I mean, I've experimented with all of that and and kind of at this point. It's actually a book I recommend. We have no connection here. I'm trying to get in touch with the guy, but uh, Genius Foods mm-hmm. by uh, Max Lugavier. And I think he does a great job. Like his, his, what he already did, his diet he already created, I'd say that's as close as possible to mine. And it's just like, you know, we try to eat, like we're super particular about where our meat comes from because um, we did reintroduce meat. But it's like, if you, it's it's kind of know the farmer or don't eat it. <laughs> like that's kind of our our rule, like you want animals that have had one bad day, the the day that they die, yeah. you, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and then two on with me, we try to limit that to like really four to six ounces in the day. We try to do 75 to 80% vegetables. Um, you know, a lot of dark leafy greens, mm-hmm. um, really, really limit sugar. Like I think sugars, refined sugar, especially is like the absolute devil. I think refined carbs are the devil. Like those have no real place. So we yeah. eat pretty high fat. We eat really close to keto, but but not keto, y- right. you know, so. Enough vegetables um, to not worry about it or something like that. Exactly. Oh, like, I don't want to remove blue. Like I think blueberries, blueberries are superfood. They're one of the best foods you can eat. 
and not having those in keto is a mistake. So <clears throat> it's kind of towing that line. And here's what I found. Um, when I first went keto after eating like like how I eat, um, I didn't get the the incredible boost in cognition. I didn't I didn't get any of that. And I think I think what happens with a lot of people is just the removal of those refined carbs and you know sugars that when they remove that from their system, they feel superhuman. Right. That, that's kind of kind of my theory. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I I take BHB um, salts just for the the cognitive performance, like especially when I fast. Um, so, so I, I do like your brain's more powerful when it's running off ketones than, uh, glucose, Agreed. but at the same, at the same time, I just think there's, you got to find that balance. Like staying in keto all the time isn't good, y y you know? So uh, yeah. yeah. Have you tested your ketones? Like, uh, on the current, your diet you're in, I'm thinking that by the end of a fast or by the time you wake up, even you might actually be kicking off some ketones, which could be honestly in my, where I'm starting to see is like cyclical, um, getting in, occasionally yes. getting out, occasionally bombing in some pro extra protein like that, I think yep. is more optimal. And being in ketosis year round all the time, I don't think is completely optimal as much as I love being in ketosis right now. I don't know if I it needs to be like three years straight of this. Like it's, I don't think that's really the point. No, no. And actually, there there are studies. If you stay in it for too long, you start, you know, there there's damage, right? Mm -hmm. Um. But but I, I think cyclical is the way to go, um, period. And I have not tested my levels like while eating like this, but I agree with what you said. Like they're, I'm probably pretty close to in ketosis at all times. Um, and then too, like we like I, I I use C8 oil all the time. You know the isolated MCT yeah. that converts directly to ketones in the blood. So um, you know I'm always pretty close. But then things like too, like if if I do so so after I'm going to New York for like ten days, so I'm not going to try to you know, experiment with it before. But when I get back, I'm going to do like either, I'm either going to go three days or I'm going to go full. Yeah. I'm probably going to go three days of a fast, Just a uh, complete fast. fast whatever. Yep. Yep. And, and, and get into it. And then, um, you know, fr from when I get back and then probably do about as strict keto as you can for like a week after that. So three days and then straight keto. But what I found in, in kind of what the research shows, like if you have, you can have carbs before a workout, if mm -hmm. they're, the right carbs, especially like our genius carb 10 or carb we just came out with carb 10. Mm -hmm. Um, like I would, I would bet a lot of money that 10, 10 to maybe even 15 grams of that before like a heavy weightlifting session mm -hmm. will not kick you out of ketosis and will take your performance, you know, obviously to a way better level because no, you, you know, carbs, carbs do that. Right. Exactly. So they're, yeah, they're absolutely performance enhancers. I'm not anti-carb. I'm, I'm anti all this crazy grains and carbs for people who are not training hard. So there's yeah. there's a distinction. You, you see like these arguments going on on the internet. It's like, wait a minute, first off, are you on steroids? And second off, are you training like a beast? Because if you are, you're having a different conversation than the person who's just sitting there watching Netflix with pizza. And so right. uh, you know, right. obviously I, they're, they're a tool and um, I'd be happy to, to test that with my own ketone levels and everything. I'm not sure uh, how hard you need me to train, but or maybe I go to the pool because that's where I could really put in some work. But yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, when I'm when I'm training fasted, I definitely notice that that the BHB intro workout keeps me from fizzling as much because at some point it seems like I just run out of run out of energy supply and uh, you know, I I don't have I'm not burning enough fat fast enough possibly to to make up for it and so I, I fizzle unless I I do a little bit of stuff intro workout but um, yeah when I first started tinkering with the keto diet like mid last year it was actually blueberries were like i was like this doesn't seem right because i was trying to stuff blueberries in pre-workout and everything but i realized that 
for me to get deep into ketosis. I had to cut it all out for a little while. Um, but yeah. in this summer, I was like, you know, dude, this is this is Texas. I got I got Fredericksburg peaches nearby. You cannot tell me not to eat that stuff. These peaches are so right. good. And so, like, to me, you know, I, without committing the 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 uh, appeal to nature fallacy, like you can't tell me that I shouldn't be eating these peaches. Like these these are here and they're and they're right for the taking. So no ketosis when I got those things around. Um, but yeah, I, I, it sounds like I'm very very much in the. Uh, agrees with a lot of stuff you're doing so is it so is the the uh if you're mostly vegan is the food bar going to be a, a vegan based bar you think um sounds like you're not far far enough along down the no no no, no, no i'm just trying to make sure like there won't be any there won't be wet uh, yeah it's it, tough it, to it, do. It, I mean, it 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 yeah it, it should be cool it should be um Awesome. I'm just trying to think like we're gonna have a lot of healthy. It'll be a lot of healthy fat. It'll be close to like a keto type bar. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that, so it, it should check all the vegan boxes. Yeah, some of the, some of the bars. One of the 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 five percent nutrition knocks the carb out bar did pretty well with me testing and um, it's the peanut butter was really oily and slimy and when you get it out of the wrapper. But honestly, like I don't care. Like that, that's an annoyance that maybe you don't want to do it if you have a fabric car seats or something. But at home, I'm okay with a little bit of, of slimy finger because like people on a high fat diet, you gotta, and it is kind of absurd, but you gotta get these fats in if you wanna not like lose too Fizzle much out. weight almost. And you wanna stay in ketosis. Right. A lot of people who have fail at keto, they, they fail because they their fats are not high enough. And it's like, damn, I need an absurd amount of fat. And to the point where like my bars were slimy and stuff, but I, you know, that's just how it is. But those, those bars uh, did me well. And, you know, if, if the higher, you know, once you have like a certain amount of fat, it just turns the oil a little bit, but that's, mm -hmm. that's how it is. But yeah, I, I'm obviously excited to see that because, uh, because it, it sounds like you have some very similar philosophies. So it might be something I'd be interested in. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I think you'll love it. Like, I, I think, I think it's going to be a game changer for us. I'm super excited about it. It's a, it's just that whole bar world. It's a whole different world, you know, the manufacturing process yeah. and just the creation. I'm imagining that you're the manufacturer that you're partnered with can't make bars, can they? Correct, right? So yeah, we have to find somebody new and that's a whole process in itself, exactly. you know? Yeah, there's like one place that's making half the bars out there, so I'm sure you you know about them. But uh Yeah. Awesome. And so during your during your fast, and I, I've never done like a three day straight fast or anything like that. I definitely should and I have to. I, I function better when fasting, but I also mm -hmm. uh kind of, I shrink too much and it happens easily if I don't get enough protein. So I might do like one of those modified fasts. Anyway, um, are you going to be like knocking out like even the supplements and the mushrooms or do you keep like the mushrooms during the fast? Um, there, there's something like, I'll probably knock out the mushrooms for that one. Um, I'll probably remove those, but I'll keep like, like, um, I'll keep doing salts and electrolytes and some things like that just That's to make fine. sure, yeah. you know, you lose so much during that process. Yeah. Um, I'll probably keep doing like black coffee and stuff as well, just to just a function, right? Right, yeah, and, and so yeah, the black coffee. It depends on how crazy people want to get. I made a video on this. Like, if you are insane, it's got to be like the true, perfect, ultimate fast. Then the black coffee is technically not fasting, but and and, and it can spike blood sugar a little bit to the mm -hmm. point where I don't think it's enough that most normal people should care. But I was testing because I was doing like these ketone tests on YouTube, and it's like. I need to come in truly fasted. I can't be even yeah. taking back black coffee beforehand because it does throw off the levels a little bit to the point where it wouldn't be fair to the product I was reviewing. But at the same time, if I was doing like that three-day fast, I'd be 
I'd be either taking caffeine pills or just drinking the black coffee myself. And yeah, I guess it's not, it depends on how ferocious you want to get your fast, but caffeine. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I think at that point, three days, you know, it's, you, you just, you, you got to do what you got to do in some sense, right? Like, yeah. when are you going to do it? Maybe I should do it with you. Um, September, I get back from, I might start it flying back from New York. So September 15th. Um, are you going to be, you're not gonna be at the Olympia? Isn't that right? I'm not going to be at the Olympia this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I most likely won't be able to join you on that then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I might wait till that Monday. So we'll we'll be in touch. (laughs) Sounds good. So, uh, where do we, where does everyone find you? You said you didn't, you haven't had Instagram until a year ago. Uh, what, what are the plans with that? Like, are you, how, first off, how are you separating the brand, the genius brand from yourself? And also like, what are your, all your handles? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Instagram's kind of the one I'm personally focusing on right now. You can, I just changed the handle to the genius CEO. Okay. Um, so you can find me at the genius CEO on Instagram. We'll make um, um, yep. I'm pr- pretty active there. Um, in terms of separating brand from, personal, I'm just not, you, you know, like I think, I think at, at this point I want to, I embody everything the brand's about and I, and I want to, you know, show that, right? Like, like, so if you have questions for me about genius, like, please, you know, feel free to reach out to any of my personal stuff. You, you know, I don't, oh, right. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really separating it. Uh, Twitter, I, I don't use Twitter much, but it's at Rob W. Oliver. I'll probably change that as well. Um, yeah, you might as well be consistent because if people are posting and tagging it, one, and it, exactly. Yeah. I want to. I want to just get my own name, but Rob Oliver and Robert Oliver are taken. And uh, so, no, the genius CEO. Does that fit? No, no, no. I I know. I'm just eventually. I want my own name on oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what I'm realizing uh, is that I need to kind of. Oh, so what I was saying though actually was how are you separating if. If a post comes from the Genius brand on social media, though, that are you going to be putting more of your personal stuff on the Genius's on the Genius's Instagram, or are you going to kind of yeah, keep and, that was where where it's been? Um, so like like all my articles and stuff are pu- are publishing on the Genius site. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll probably do content that's like usable for both. Um, you know, some that like if I do a breakdown of sleep aid, like it'll most likely be featured on mine. Um, and, and, and then a lot of the brand stuff will be more kind of, you know, individuals we have associated with the brand and whatnot. Cool. Okay. Gotcha. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like so for some of the fun stuff that we've been talking about, I, w- I would also like to follow you because I already know the supplements a lot, but yeah, it's more, uh, right, right. more, more to the stuff that you're doing. Um, very cool. Very cool. And, uh, and so that's the plans. Yeah. So what, yeah, what I was gonna say is, uh, yeah, I'm not the biggest Instagram. I don't even have a personal Instagram. I don't think I'm going to get one. I, I know that's mm-hmm. like bad for CEO, but uh, right now I don't have the time for that. But um, so yeah, some of my personal stuff comes out of there. What I'm finding with Twitter though is once you knock out all the crap and you know, it's it's not Facebook, you don't have to follow your friends or anything like that. I have kind of whittled things down to basically I'm all I'm following researchers in the in the realm of areas that I like. And what's cool about Twitter is that, you know, as, as simple as it is, people can make links to their studies and stuff. And so mm-hmm. you have researchers who really can communicate and talk about their new studies. And like, you know, you have this whole like information movement going on. And when like, there's a bad headline talking about, oh, you know, like these mice died in these really weird situations or whatever, the, the researchers all get together. And it's like, Twitter has actually been a great community for that. 
And so I'm, I'm actually getting a little bit more active there just because that's where people are uh, trading this kind of information a little bit more. But, you know, that might shift as, as you know, things continue to shift away from Twitter. But that's been like kind of like what I actually realize is it's not the total wasteland it is once you stop following uh, certain, you know, a lot of the certain, garbage. Yeah. 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 The garbage and everything. So uh, that, Interesting. Yeah, that might be where I just like at least hang out a little bit because I've been learning a ton. It's weird to say I've been learning a ton on Twitter lately. So. No, no, that, that's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why I think social media should like I used to hate it because of all the garbage. Right. It is such a powerful tool if done right. Yes. You, you know, so so that that's cool. I'll, I'll check out Twitter a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still always like, yeah, paring down the follow list and everything. But uh, yeah, to the point where it's like I a lot of people who follow it, I don't even know. It's just I, I know that they uh, they post good research. And then yeah, yeah. And then I have like way too many things that we want to write. So it's uh, <laughs> that's the plan, at least. All right, good. good. Anything else that you uh, they have going on? I mean, clearly it's uh, it's been a it's been an awesome road for you guys. We loved following your stuff, especially because we're very product and ingredient focused. And man, you've put out such such great products. So congrats once again. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Thank you. Um, no, I mean we're just going to continue to try to you know innovate and and solve problems. I mean that's kind of the the name of this game. And Absolutely. I used to I've really kind of. I'm becoming an essentialist in the sense that I don't want a bunch of side projects and I want to focus all my attention and effort onto this and just kind of refine and, and try to impact as many lives as possible. So this will be the move for the foreseeable future. This is the platform to do it. Excellent. Well, congratulations yeah, yeah. on your success. Everyone, uh, this is going to air first on YouTube. So definitely leave your comments below. Uh, and check out the Genius CEO on Instagram because that's where you could probably get some good answers to any questions. Hopefully, uh, our users won't spam me too much though. But uh, but yeah, no, and bring then, it on. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if there's any comments that that re require attention. I, anyone can feel free to leave comments on the YouTube, and uh, I'll try to answer some of them. But we'll also bring Rob back in, and if if we need to, and I I would love to have you back on anytime we could like do a deep dive on maybe just like one small area of topic. Like if you uh, if you learn a little bit more about certain meditation techniques or something crazy that yeah, is yeah. really working well for you or anything like that uh, that could help in, enhance the geniusness then or enhance the consciousness even then uh, I, I would like love to, to, to do a deep dive but I think this has been a, a great introduction to who you are and and to the brand and I know I started asking a lot of like kind of personal stuff but obviously I I think that it's important to know the person behind the brand and it's uh, and you have a cool story and you're doing a lot of cool things you're like doing a lot of stuff right and uh and it takes a lot Thank of people you. a long time to figure that out and it seems like you have so it's like you're a good follow just for that reason well, thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. It was fun to get on here and I'd love to do it again soon. Absolutely. Really. We got to meet in person someday too, because it's always better. You know, there's a, there's the missing like, kind of the physical chemistry, whatever there. So yeah, we definitely For do sure. that. I, I'm, I'm not sure I can keep you, keep up with you on the beach sprints right now, but <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time. And so uh, the last thing, your website, supplementsmarter.com, right? Yep. Yep. All right, we'll make, we'll make links to all that stuff and to, and to our price ball page where you can sign up for the news alerts on the Genius brand because obviously they have a lot of stuff and they have a lot more stuff coming, uh, potentially not even supplements. So can't wait to see it. Thanks again, Rob. Awesome. We'll see you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Rob, one thing I forgot to ask you, you seem to like you read a lot of books, maybe, maybe not. Do you have any book recommendations for everyone? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm obsessed with books. I, I posted on my story story earlier this morning. I was like, I I got a problem. I just ordered uh like I order them a lot too. I got a little personal library shelf back there. Nice. Um, so 
the essentialist was one that I was just telling you about the um you, you, you know the, the essentialist by uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name but but the essentialist was really good um what else genius foods was phenomenal yeah, I, I think genius foods provides a lot of clarity on just he makes science really relatable and, and understandable to the average user. Mm-hmm. Um, so Genius Foods was good. Um, I read a lot of a lot of business books. Um, I'm reading Building a Brand Story right now okay. um, that I've really enjoyed. I you know the first couple chapters. Of. Yeah, yeah. I actually got that recommendation from Sean Wells as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he he knows his stuff. What else I got? Um, Oh, incognito is fascinating. Um, that's on the inner workings of your brain and kind of how like there's so much going on in our day to day life that we don't, we're not responsible for and how like our consciousness is the tip of the iceberg that actually, that's not even what fully drives the machine. Mm -hmm. So it's it's incognito, like who's pulling the strings kind of behind the scenes. Um, I'll leave you with one more so we don't go too, too crazy. Um, Oh, the Awakened Ape. The Awakened Ape was phenomenal. The Awakened Ape. And that A-P-E? The Awakened Ape. Yeah. Okay. Here, let me. The Awakened Ape. And this one, um, I, I, I really actually enjoyed this. This is what I read this probably probably a year ago. And this is what got me kind of on to meditation and kind of the the importance of that and just how today's world isn't really meshed for are you know are how we evolve like right. like technology evolves so much faster than us and it's left us with a lot of these problems so i found a lot of ways to kind of kind of balance that with this book mm-hmm. okay so, yeah awesome all right well thank you it is now we can close off the screen yeah yeah absolutely well thank you for having me